Just call? Okay. You want me to start reading? Okay. Today's scripture comes from the book of Hebrews, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, and 2, verses 5 through 12. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the world. He is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being, and he sustains all things by his powerful word. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. And from chapter 2 at verse 5. Now God did not subject the coming world about which we are speaking to angels, but someone has testified somewhere, what are you human beings that you are mindful of them, or mortals that you care for them? You have made them for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned them with glory and honor, subjecting all things under their feet. Now in subjecting all things to them, God left nothing outside their control. As it is, we do not yet see everything in subjection to them, but we do see Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. It was fitting that God, for whom and through whom all things exist, in bringing many children to glory, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one Father. For this reason, Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters, saying, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. The word of God for the people of God. How do I know? A lot of people, when they think of the phrase, how do I know, they always want to put the what behind it. How do I know what I'm supposed to do? The, the question that you really should ask is, how do I know why I'm here? Because when you know your why, your what becomes more clear and more impactful. If you know, like for instance, um, people know that I do comedy, but that's what I do. My why is to inspire people to walk in purpose. So I can do comedy, I can write books, I can be in a movie because all of it is motivated by my why. In fact, I have a new, uh, a new web series out called Michael Jr. Break Time. Uh, we probably just did the sixth episode. It's on YouTube. So every single Wednesday at 3 o'clock, we drop a new episode on YouTube of Michael Jr. Break Time. What it is is it's me. I travel around the country, and I do stand-up comedy, in case you didn't know. And in the middle of my comedy set sometime, I'll stop and just talk to my audience. And we've been filming this, and it's, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. So we're in Winston-Salem. I'm going to show you a clip from Winston-Salem. And I'm just talking to this guy in the audience, and he tells me that he's a, uh, a musical instructor at a school. So I was like, all right, you're a musical instructor. You know, can you sing? Let me hear you sing a song. So this is what happened at the last episode of Michael Jr.'s Break Time. Check it. So you're a musical director. Cool. Yes, sir. All right. So um, let me get a couple. Let me get a couple bars of like uh, "Amazing Grace." Can you do the first part of that? Let me, go ahead. Amazing grace, how sweet the 
sound that saved a wretch like me. Wow. That brought could sing. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. Uh, now, once you give me the version, is if uh, your uncle just got out of jail, you got shot in the back when you was a kid. I'm just saying, let me see the hood version real quick. If you know which version I'm talking about, just see if that exists. Let me see what you got. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. That I want you to catch. The first time I asked him to sing, he knew what he was doing. The second time, he knew why he was doing it. When you know your why, your what becomes more impactful because you're walking towards or in your purpose. The scripture we heard today, those beautiful, precious words, they are my why. Some people may think they are too theological, that they are dry as dust, sounding more like a seminary class than verses for worship, and certainly not even close to verses for living. Some people might start thinking of other things while these verses are being read, but they are my why. Some people may think these verses are boring. Oh, of course, they won't say that. Who would ever admit publicly that they find anything in the Bible boring? But these words, these words are my why. For me, these words are eternal life flowing to me, an avalanche of hope overwhelming me. My purpose, my glory, my greatest joy. My why? And everything. This is the great communion, communion with our holy God that the world shares on this communion Sunday. 
in the Holy Communion of the family of God. Did you hear what words are here? He spoke, God spoke to the ancestors, our ancestors, through prophets, but now by a son, God's own son. He appointed him heir of all things. And that includes me and you. He created worlds. He is the reflection of God's glory. He is the exact imprint of God's being. And he sustains all things by his powerful word. He was superior to angels, but chose to be made a little lower than the angels like us. And what a thing for that to be, that we are created a little lower than angels. You ever read the scriptures? You know what angels can do? The power and might and authority of a single angel, much less a legion. And we are created just a little lower than they, and one day we'll be raised above them? You think these are boring words? They are my heart and soul. That God's Son would come and taste death for everyone and sanctify us before the throne of God, knowing that we are such sinners, that's what we're good at. We're good at wandering away from God or forgetting God or not seeking God in every moment. And yet, Jesus still says, I am not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters in the midst of the congregation. I will praise you. Because Jesus chose to become a little lower than the angels, I know my greatest love. Because Jesus chose a cradle in a barn over a coronation in a palace, my heart is transformed. Because Jesus so willingly decided to leave his throne at the right side of God to walk by my side. I know redeeming grace and forgiveness and know that today, this very day, I am living the first day of my eternal life 
And because of these words and what they describe, I know that every day that follows will be the first day again. Because of these verses, because of these verses, access to the grace of God. Victory over sin and death. Adoption into the family of God. Hope that suffering will not be pointless, will not be useless, but will lead to my greater perfection. By the one who left angels behind, I am made holy. My heart overflows with songs of praise, and I know the one in whose life I can put my trust. A merciful and faithful high priest who can relate to me in everything because he left the holiness of heaven to vanquish the unholiness in me. My sin, my cross, but it was his body given, his blood that was spilled, not mine. He who knows suffering beyond anything I will ever endure, and so is able to help all who are tempted and troubled. Too theological? Too dry? Too boring? Never. Not for me. For these words perfectly describe my why in Christ Jesus. These per words perfectly describe why it is my privilege to call Jesus Lord and to serve him all my days. Because of these words, these few short words, I know that Jesus looks at us with all our imperfections and insecurities, all our fears and failures, and still he cries out there with me, I love my family, they make me proud. All because of these majestic, magnificent words. Two soldiers were released from a prison camp in Siberia following World War II. We did our best, said an officer, to repatriate the men as fast as possible. But many were still there when winter threatened to close up the port. Only a limited number could board the last small boat for home. Well, among those waiting to be transported were two men who had been friends all through the war. One of them was selected, but the other seemed doomed to be left 
behind. An order was given that those who were leaving could take only one duffel bag with them. Now the heart of the man who was chosen went out to his friend. He emptied his bag of his clothing and personal possessions and told his friend to get into the rough canvas sack. Then, carefully lifting the bag on his shoulder, he boarded the ship with his friend as his single most prized treasure. Together, they went home. Oh, to have a friend like that. Oh, wait. We do. Amen.